0: Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Robots Radio presents. The Cyberpunk. Lorecast. Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast where style is just as important as substance. Welcome to the podcast where we explore the lore, news, and gameplay of the cyberpunk games and other dystopian worlds. I'm your host, Robots. Welcome back, cyberpunks. This is the Cyberpunk Lorecast. This is the show, of course, where we talk about everything having to do with Cyberpunk 2077. Cyberpunk Red, and also other cyberpunk worlds. Today, I'm going it alone, and some of you were asking, where was the live show? Well, you know, it's a little bit difficult to do a live show when you don't have a another person to talk to. <laughs> and so, that was the case this week, because I'm going old school. I am... I'm sitting here in my command chair all by myself looking at my computer screen. I've got my show notes in front of me and I don't have anyone else on a Zoom call or anything else like that. This is a solo episode like it was back in the original days of this show. And I hope you guys are buckled in and ready for some news because we're doing a news episode this 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 week because we've got some things to cover. And... We're just going to get right into it, because to everyone's surprise, Cyberpunk 2077 is nominated for two game awards. It is that time of the year, friends. The video game awards are coming up. It's the end of the year, and nobody was expecting it, but Cyberpunk 2077 has been nominated for not one, but two video game awards this year. Now, some of you guys have been big fans of this game because you saw through the issues. You looked past the the difficulties in the release, some of the bugs, some of the things going on in the game that kept a lot of people from enjoying it, and you saw underneath it, and you saw the characters, you saw the story, and you saw the, the diamond in the rough that is Cyberpunk 2077, and you're, like me, very, very Excited for the the improvements and things coming to the game and You know, you've got you've got a sense of where they're going with this. Well, it looks like the video game awards are are Happy with some of the things going on in this game and it's confusing the public So (laughs) I have an article here from game rant that says cyberpunk 2077 nominated for two game awards the game award nomination announcement reveals that 2077 is up for two awards, which is a certain surprise For many, this is an article by Keen Sullivan that came out just a few days ago. And they specifically note here the onslaught of technical problems with some that are still present throughout Cyberpunk 2077 in spite of update 1.3, which we have discussed on the show, have left a bad taste in many players' mouths. Then again, the story and characters of Cyberpunk 2077 have managed to leave a lasting impression on players despite all of the glitches and bugs. And isn't that exactly what I just said? That's one of the things that we love so much about this game. And I know so many of you who have stuck with this show, who have had a lot of the same perspectives, who share a lot of the same perspectives that me and and Captain Logan and so many other uh, other members of our community have shared about this game. Those are the things that we've really grabbed onto. And the gameplay. So much of the gameplay is enjoyable, especially the parts that work really well. it goes on and says, therefore, plenty of the players will also see the nominations for best role playing as justified. And that's what this is being nominated for best role playing and get this best score and music, which makes sense because some of the music is freaking awesome. This game has great music and it also has really good moments for role play. Now, is it a perfect game? Not really. And we've talked about that this on the show. Is it does it feel like some of the story was actually edited and moved around? It, it kind of does. It feels like some of the the bits and pieces were were kind of adjusted in order for the game to get out. So, I'm not sure I would put this as my number 1 contender for the year, but I do think that the story and what they did with it is worthy for nomination and i'm glad that it's getting recognition for that what they did with the characters of v with um johnny silverhand with the other main characters in the story with the the interesting details in a cyberpunk world with arasaka with the twists and turns that the story takes um i think it totally is an interesting developed world and there's there's a lot going on there is it perfect no we've talked about that it's not perfect and i think that there might be some games that could edge it out but it's worthy of recognition and i think that that's something that a lot of people uh don't necessarily realize because maybe they didn't get that far into the game to really understand that so i'm glad that that it's getting recognition i'm glad that this is you know coming to the surface and hopefully the naysayers will will at least take a step back and go maybe this is worth checking out maybe this is worth understanding why it would be showing up in the game awards at all that there's there's a reason why this is being nominated and hopefully they'll they'll take a moment to try to understand that rather than just going oh this doesn't make sense why you know what's going on here so that's that's the big that's the big starting news for this week we also have some other news articles as well and We've got a big one at the end, too, so stay for the end. The the next news article here is there have been some rumors about Xbox Game Pass, and earlier on over the last week, there were some big rumors about uh, some information dropping about Cyberpunk 2077 coming to Xbox Game Pass, and somebody had had supposedly leaked some information, some key documents that it looks like Cyberpunk 2077 is coming to Xbox Game Pass, and oh, it's going to be a sure thing, and the Internet got all on top of this. Everybody was like, oh, it's it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. Well, turns out it's not going to be a thing. IGN reported on this uh, actually just two days ago, three days ago now. It says uh, in this article, no Game Pass plans for Cyberpunk says CD Projekt's global PR director. So, according to the article, CD Projekt Red has clarified that the studio currently has no plans to bring the game to Xbox Game Pass, despite rumors suggesting that it might be on its way to the subscription sub, Excuse me, subscription service. In response to speculation, as reported by VGC, this was the outlet that initially broke the, the story, that the game may be on its way to Game Pass, CD Projekt Red's found, uh, global PR director, Radic and I'm going to, you guys know me, I'm going to mess this name up. Grabowski confirms that this isn't the case. I just thought I'll chime in here to say there are no Game Pass plans for Cyberpunk 2077. And this was confirmed on social media. And this is one of those things where oftentimes rumors will get out of control the internet will take the rumor and it gets repeated and repeated and repeated and oftentimes news outlets, uh, especially those news outlets that will just jump on a story in order to get as many clicks on an article as they possibly can because clicks equal looks at ads, which equals money. So they'll repeat the thing without actually taking any more look at it. They won't actually contact anybody who knows. And so the person who who actually knows has to go, Post something on social media in order to get in front of the story and say, hey, guys, uh, I'm the one who actually knows anything here. Let's not get all excited about this. Uh, We've not actually made any announcements about this. It's not really a thing. So if you uh, if you were hoping this was coming to Game Pass, unfortunately, it is not. But but there are some good news here. There are there is some good there's there's good news. We are in the week of Black Friday. And the good news is that over the weekend, there were deals already for Cyberpunk. If you have not picked up 2077 yet, if you have been on the fence and waiting for it, it has been on deep discount. I've seen regular deals for 50% off. I've I've even seen it for $10 in some locations. Some places are selling used copies for $10. Some places are selling it for PC for $10. It has been as cheap as... As $10. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this is going to be a No Man's Sky situation. Not just in the way that this game is going to bounce back over the next few years. And I've noted this on the, on the podcast before. No Man's Sky came out. It was... Uh, <laughs> people were upset. Let's just say that. Because it was pushed out early and it did not meet expectations. So people were very upset. The game did not did not do what people wanted and it went on deep discount very very quickly. Within the first year, you could get it for on consoles for $20. You could buy used copies for maybe 15. It was it was about as deeply discounted as you could possibly get it. And they the developer said, "Hey, we're going to keep on working on this. We're going to keep making it better and better and better." And I believed them, and so I'm going to pat myself on the back here, because there was uh, a time when uh, my wife and I had set up a a vacation for ourselves, and I wanted to get my son something because her her mom came over to stay with my son while we went on vacation, and I was like, oh, I want to get him something to do while we're out of town, and so I went to the local GameStop, and I picked up a used copy of No Man's Sky for super cheap. It was like 15 bucks, and I was like, well, he's going to have fun because it's not super developed yet, but he'll f- have fun just like zipping around the galaxy, landing on planets, naming animals and stuff. It- it'll be enough for him. He was like, I don't know, seven years old or something. It- it'll be fine. He'll-, he'll just enjoy doing his little thing. Picked it up for 15 bucks, knowing that they were gonna improve it. In the last few years, you haven't been able to get a copy of that game for less than like 40 or 30 bucks on sale. The regular price of that game has been like 40 or 50 bucks. Just regular price. It doesn't go on sale for much cheaper than that regularly anymore. Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be one of those games. It's going to be the kind of game where we're going to look back at the end of this year, the end of 2021, and people are going to say, oh, yeah, I waited till the end of the first year it was out. I bought it for $10. And by the end of like 22, 23, people are going to be like, I can't find that game for less than 40 bucks anymore because they're going to keep making improvements on it. And it's going to be one of those things that people are going to be like, yeah, I wish I could go back a few years and have bought it for 10 bucks. So if you don't have it yet, go pick it up now because the value of the game is just going to increase. So that's that's my my premonition, because it's, it's going to be one of those games that bounces back. So anyway, this is a great week to pick it up if you haven't gotten it. So that's my next point for the news for for this episode. is It's super cheap. Go get it. Or if you know somebody who's been wanting to play it and you want to get them a Christmas present, go buy it. It's 10 bucks. Go buy them a $10 Christmas present. Get them a whole game for 10 bucks. And you know how many hours you can put in this game for 10 bucks. Holy crap. I mean, it's just the, the value of that is just amazing. So we have some in and some other news we've been we've been covering some of the new media and some of the old media. I mean, we're talking Akira and stuff on some of these episodes. We've been covering some of the new media that's coming out, some of the old media that's coming out. And there are some new shows that are out. We've got Cowboy Bebop. We've got Blade Runner Black Lotus out and ready to watch. I haven't. Check them out yet, but we have some reviews and the internet is a buzz about them. And I'm going to talk about that when we get back from thanking our patrons. So stay tuned. So this is the part of the show where we get to thank our patrons, and you might notice that this came up a little bit quicker than it normally does. You know, the thing about having a podcast where you have a co-host to talk to, it actually uh, makes the podcast last a little bit longer because you're not just talking about the your one perspective on the, the topics that you have to talk to talk about in that episode. So this episode is going to be a little bit shorter than, you know, the uh, they traditionally are because you don't have two hosts bantering back and forth kind of the way it goes so i apologize if you're used to these episodes going an hour long this one's definitely going to be shorter but uh i'm going to get to it and just say thank you so much to our patrons you guys are amazing you help me keep doing the show you help me make podcasting a full-time thing so i really do appreciate it and all 19 of you thank you for being here and um Guys, we have the patron episode coming up next week. It's coming up at the end of the weekend on the 28th at 9 p.m. Our regular time for the live show, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on the 28th. And if you guys would like to join us, you're welcome to do that. I believe Captain Logan will be back and we we will be talking about Ghost in the Shell. We watched that just a few weekends ago. We had a wonderful little watch party and we'll be discussing the cyberpunk aspects of that movie with our patrons. So come and join us if you haven't watched that movie before or you haven't watched it again recently. You've got a week still to go check it out and come join us and talk about that episode if you are a tier four patron. Also, um, just a reminder, we have T-shirts now on the Patreon. Go check them out. They are posted on on a post on the patreon so just they're they're really cool they're they're built around all the different regions of night city and they look like these like uh vacation t-shirts like uh you know come visit this location and they're they're designed real cool so just go check them out i think they're really cool and uh you know that's uh, about all i get to say about that so if you've ever considered supporting the show if we've helped you out with your work days or, or your commutes to work or your workouts or you know when you're cooking your turkey because sometimes you just gotta kur- cook your turker kur- turker you got a turker turker and it takes a while and then you don't realize that you didn't get your turkey early enough from the store and then you gotta thaw your turkey out And you just got to make sure that it's nice and thaw, but it was like frozen the night before. And so you gotta keep it out all night. And then you're just sitting there waiting next to your turkey with like a little heating fan on it, but you don't want it to cook. So you're just standing there all night long trying to thaw out your turkey. And so you're listening to podcasts all night. And so you just listen to lots of our podcasts because why would you listen to anything else? Then... You think about it and you're like, well, I should really go check out the Patreon because these guys have been awesome keeping me awake all night, thawing out my turkey. Then that's a good chance you got right there. You might as well just go to patreon.com slash cyberpunk and check out all the different tiers because you could be listening to an ad free version of all those episodes and joining us to talk about cyberpunky movies. It's You know, just go check it out. All right. Well, you know what? Let's go talk about some more new stuff. We'll be right back. So have any of you guys checked out Cowboy Bebop or the Blade Runner Black Lotus show yet? I haven't had a chance to see them yet. I've been very busy. Uh, My brain decided to try to attack me last week. I had a four-day migraine. It was amazing. It was amazing. I don't know if you've ever been in that much pain for four days in a row, but uh, it makes you really start to re-examine life. Um, (laughs) uh, But uh, yeah, haven't had a chance to watch these shows, but they're getting... Very good reviews, good good reviews, solid reviews. Cowboy Bebop seems to be a, a fun move from cartoon into real-world kind of aesthetic with some slick, let's say 70s, 60s, 70s kung fu-inspired cinematography, but with some cyberpunky space sci-fi kind of stuff going on. Um, there's some reviews it's getting, it's getting in those like four out of five star kind of range reviews. So it seems worth checking out for me. Um, I never did watch the anime. I'm not a huge anime guy. So those of you who are mad into the anime side of things might think, uh, it does or doesn't connect with that as much. I don't know. To me, it doesn't matter. As long as it's a good show, I think I might be into it. Um, also more cyberpunk i'm all about that that sounds awesome um blade runner black lotus seems to be getting mixed reviews some people seem really into it i've read some reviews where some people are going hey this is actually better than the movie that came out more recently the newer blade runner movie and i'm like wait is that possible um because they think that it actually ties back to the original story a little bit more strongly than the movie that came out. I mm, I don't I I haven't seen it so I don't know how that makes sense. But I guess it I mean I guess it could make sense. It just it seems like that other movie does tie back to that original movie pretty well. I you know mm, I'm gonna have to see it to know. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes right now, it's at a 67% tomato meter with the critics. But a 40% tomato meter with the uh, audience. So the critics are actually higher on it than the audiences. It's only been out for a little while. So I don't really don't really know what people are expecting or how they're feeling about this. Um, again, I'm going to have to check it out. I would love to hear your thoughts on both of these shows. Because I'm going to watch them. But I want to hear what your thoughts are so log into the robots radio discord jump onto the cyberpunk lorecast channel and Give me your thoughts on these Are they worth checking out? Do you think that they are? Good shows and do you think they're good cyberpunk shows? Do they do they lean into the cyberpunk side of things or do they just kind of do their thing in a cyberpunk world? You know, we've talked about some the variations of that on some of the episodes that we've talked about and I think in future episodes of this show, because we are still waiting for more 2077 content, we will continue talking a little bit more about TV shows, movies, and other other content, including games, because there are some other cyberpunk games out there that tie more into cyberpunk content, and potentially with some other guests. So I'm working on some ideas, and I'm not gonna reveal them all just yet. So you're gonna have to stay tuned. For some future plans, so secrets, friends, secrets. But the show isn't going anywhere. The show, much like the game, is going to evolve, and I think you're going to be surprised year a year from now, or even just weeks from now, <laughs> with with what you're getting. The ten dollars show now, but soon you'll be getting the forty dollars show. <laughs> I, that doesn't make any sense. But anyway, that that stuff is out, and the um the other thing that I wanted to note. We have another article by our good buddy, Paul Tassi. I don't know actually know Paul Tassi. I don't even know if he listens to our show. Paul, I love your articles, man. He's, he's the writer on Forbes who we often cite whenever he comes up with a new article about cyberpunk. He's clearly a big fan of cyberpunk. He's clearly a big fan of 2077 and seems like a super reasonable dude, smart guy. Paul... I'm going to shoot you a, I'm going to shoot you a message or you shoot me a message to let's be friends. Um, I'd love to have you on the show. I think that would be awesome, but, uh, I'm going to shoot you a message. Let's, let's connect your people. Talk to my people. We'll work something out. Um, there's an article here. This came out very recently. Uh, well not very recently, but at the beginning of the month and I didn't notice it until just recently. I don't know how I miss this. Sometimes I miss these articles. They just like, I don't know, just get cluttered in my newsfeed and I just don't see them right away. This article is called The Only Thing Cyberpunk 2077 Needs to Salvage the End of 2021. This is all they need in order to get through the end of the year in his mind. And this article is so well written. He's such a good writer and he's got some good ideas. So I want to read the article to you. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. And you can just search this. So, in fact, just search. The only thing Cyberpunk 2077 needs, Forbes. It'll come right up. If you want to read it yourself, go give them some traffic. But I'm going to read the article to you right here. It says, fans waiting for something, anything to be announced regarding Cyberpunk 2077 before the end of this year were disappointed when the game quietly released a new roadmap. This is back when that announcement came out that they were pushing everything into the next year. The roadmap, the third the game has drawn up shows that not only are the next gen versions of cyberpunk 2077 are not coming until quarter one of 22, but that delay being previously announced, I'm sorry, with that delay being previously announced, but also that there do not appear to be any more patches or free DLC releases coming this year. Now this could just be a confusing way. The roadmap is drawn. That wouldn't be the first time, or it might be true and we might not be getting anything from the game the next two months, even as we pass its one-year anniversary in December." And that would be 100% the case, right? This game was released in, like, the second week of December. To me, despite what the roadmap says, this seems somewhat unlikely. I've been following the pace of Cyberpunk patches all year, and with the 1.31 patch out in early September, It seems very unlikely to me that we would go four full months with nothing patched into the game, but it it fixes or free, be it fixes, or free DLC. For all its problems, I can't remember the game going that long without even a minor patch. In my eyes, there's really only one thing Cyberpunk 2077 needs to do in order to at least somewhat salvage I almost said savage. The end of this year, they can savage the end of the year, and that's release a bit of free DLC. We already know for sure is coming. Here's his brilliant idea: New Game Plus. We have data mined lists of DLC names in the past. Remember when we had did an article on this? We talked about it. We talked about his article about this specifically. And while some of them remain unclear, things like DLC 10 underscore monster or dlc8 underscore mirror one of them is very obvious dlc15 underscore underscore ng plus that's clearly new game plus right you'd have to be a moron to think that's something else uh i'm sorry if i called you a moron (laughs) yeah that's clear new game plus something that was also added when the witcher 3 got free dlc This is something we've seen. Um, CD Projekt Red tends to duplicate their steps with previous games. They like to kind of do things in patterns. Sure, I can see why you might want to wait until until you've patched in other free DLC like extra missions or weapons or whatever to be part of that replay experience. But at baseline, I think there's enough interest in a new game plus mode that just does the following. And he's got a list here. Restarts the story. Okay, that makes sense lets you change your V's appearance at least at the beginning. Okay Retains all of your skill and perk points Good increases XP level and street cred level caps down with that retains your weapons cars clothes and mods nice And then resets all gigs and crimes on the map This sounds perfect that alone is another 20 to 60 hours of gameplay for those who want it and a way to build out your v even more i also wouldn't say no to a higher difficulty level above what the game has now i also think that would be really cool we will actually get this in will we actually get this in 2021 my guess is no as I do think they will probably want to pair it with other pieces of free DLC. And no, I suppose I'm not ultimately expecting any more of that until 22. I do think we will get at least one more actual Fix Things, Improve Performance patch in 2021, but that it won't come with any free DLC. Four months with zero patches is just not the schedule the game has been on. And he's got a point there. He's got a point there that's, that's the more likely case, but his like pie in the sky wish of like new game plus before the end of the year is a really cool idea. (laughs) And maybe they're reading his articles. They probably are. And maybe they're listening to this podcast. They might be so mm, we can cross our fingers. He finishes it up by saying, I guess we'll see. But I do think it would be wise to put New Game Plus live sooner rather than later. If players want to wait on it, they can. But releasing two jackets and a car as free DLC in August and nothing for five months is a pretty weak look, if you ask me. What do you think? I think New Game Plus, although that feels small when you say it, is huge in effect because the people who love this game already who have played the crap out of it, it would give them a reason after the first year to jump back into the game, to get back in V's head and V's skin, restart the campaign, not necessarily have to go through all the same stuff they did when they started everything, give themselves and maybe a higher difficulty level, allow themselves to unlock extra perks, extra skills, go back through a lot of the same stuff that they originally did, and play it through one more time while still waiting for new content. I think it would add to the longevity of this game and buy them some time. The one thing I would add to this, and I've talked about this before, is the ability to skip conversations and cutscenes. Just get all that stuff out of the way. Anything you have to do that slows down the pace of just getting to that next mission and doing it. Because, like me or many of you guys, if you've seen the cutscene or the conversation, five times now or more or heck even just two times or three times and you just want to skip it just get through it just like heck even just some of the scenes where you're just walking and having like the the scene where you're walking into arasaka tower and you're just having a conversation when you when you're first assaulting the tower like there's so little to do there and you just kind of kind of go at that pace where you're walking through and it's kind of slow. Just like, like makes that make things more convenient. We live in a world where convenience trumps everything. At, convenience wins. Like this is this is what we've learned. This like convenience is the reason why Netflix won the video, like game. Like it's not a game, but like the video competition like blockbuster is out of business because Convenience apps win because convenience Certain games win because convenience if you can save a few seconds or a few minutes do it add that to the list and I'm sure somebody's already modded that stuff in anyway, so hire that person and then just use their mod (laughs) That would be my recommendation. (laughs) um so anyway that those are my thoughts on this article i think it's a brilliant idea paul uh your people call my people we'll set something up um and like i said listeners i would love to hear your thoughts on this stuff i'd love to hear your thoughts on some of these shows coming out and anything else that's coming down the line Uh, they've been very quiet otherwise Also, do you think going back to the first article, do you think Cyberpunk 2077 has a real shot at game at RPG of the year? And do you think they have a real shot at music of the year? Let me know in the discord. Because I think it would be really cool. We should put a a poll up and see and see if they see if any of you guys get it right. Because I have a feeling most of us are going to say it's it's a good it's cool that they got nominated, but I don't think they're going to win. My guess is most of us will side with that. But a few of you, I think, are going to be like hardline. No, man, this is this is great. They're yes, they should win. They should win. And if they win, you guys are going to you can flaunt it in our faces. <laughs> it'll be hilarious. I think it'll be awesome. Well, those are the articles we got for this week. This is some some cool news I thought was worth covering This week, I'll be back next week with our patrons at a regular time. So make sure you're here for that. And then we've got some new stuff coming this December. So stay tuned for that. This show is not going anywhere. We're sticking around because Cyberpunk is only going to get better from here. So I'll see you guys soon. Thanks for staying with us and have a good week. Have a good turkey day if you're in the US. And if you're not in the US, eat some turkey anyway because it's delicious. And, uh, you know, make sure you get it early enough from the grocery store so it's not frozen. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Thanks for being here. Stay safe in Night City. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. This show is a part of the Robots Radio Network. Smart podcasts for interesting people. If you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. If you'd like to get in contact, please send an email to cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at cyberpunklore. Also, join the community on the Robots Radio Discord. The link is in the show notes. The music on the show was written and performed by The Midnight and was used with their permission. Go check them out at themidnightofficial.com. Until next time, stay safe in Night City. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to a Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Are you a fan of Elden Ring? Are you confused about the lore as pretty much everyone else? We've got you covered. Check out the Elden Archives, a lore podcast that helps to explain every little confusing detail about the lands between. Things like what exactly happened on the Night of the Black Knives, or what we really know about characters like Mikola. Just like the show you're listening to now, we're on the Robots Radio Network, so you know it'll be good. Wondering how to find the show? Easy. Either go to robotsradio.net or search Elden Archives on whatever podcatcher you're using right now. Bookmark the show for later, and we'll see you in the lands between. Again, that's the Elden Archives, from Soft Lorecast, available everywhere.